Hello and welcome back to the Ace Holes podcast. I'm Caitlin Kameski, one of your Ace Holes. And I'm Nikki Limo, one of your other Ace Holes. And we have a third Ace Hole <laughs> here with us today. You may have heard of him. He is a poker vlogger extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. Extra- an animator, I suppose. A computer scientist. Computer scientist. Computer scientist. A father. A father. That's a father. what we're least worried about. A president but- <laughs> of the United States. And a black man. <laughs> Get out of town. I did not know that. Well, we're going to dive into that. David all over that. Burton! Thank you, thank you, thank you for the intro. <laughs> and we are recording for a few more uh, episodes in our beautiful Studio 52 residency. Thanks to Poker Night in America for having us in their 10,000 square foot beautiful mansion where they broadcast their show, Poker Night in America. Make sure to like and subscribe to that channel. And thank you to our friends and family over at Poker Night. Now, Jamin, we are about to interrogate you and ask personal details of your life. Are Go you ready for, for I'm that? An, I'm an open book. Mm-hmm. Okay. And be I don't classy, have the embarrassment you know? gene. You close them a little bit. Okay. Well, you maybe you should because rumor has it you're from the middle of the country. You're from a flyover state, <laughs> Cincinnati. <laughs> Can you tell us more about Cincinnati, Ohio, and how long it took you to escape from that hellscape? Wow. That's a good read, actually. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Born and raised Cincinnati. How long it took me to escape? Uh, let's just say I graduated high school on a Saturday, and I moved the very next day. Wow. <laughs> but it didn't get any better. I mean, I moved to Iowa. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. is so, that where you went to college? Yeah, college? I went to I- Iowa State. What did you study? Computer science and French. And what made you go, fuck that, I'm going to play poker instead? Uh, ooh. Um, well, I didn't play, start playing poker until... God, what what did make me do that? Bowling. Bowling made yeah. you do that. <laughs> so I was a bowler. I was a bowler. <laughs> and you were like, I suck. And at I was this. like, my team would like play this poker game, like in like while we were bowling, and I had zero idea how to play anything, like oh. no poker. This was like two thousand three, two thousand four, and so so moneymaker era. Yeah. So yeah. I was visiting a friend in Wichita, and ESPN did a marathon of. Something called the World Series of Poker in some guy named Money Man or something won. And I was like, I'm just going to watch this so I can learn the hand rankings. That's all I wanted to do is like learn the hand rankings and learn some strategy so then I could win when we were bowling. Oh, that's funny. That's how it started. And I, then I was like, watched it, got hooked on that marathon Went home, deposited like $50 on Poker Stars or something. And I wish I could say it was one of those stories. It's like, oh, yeah, I deposited $50 and never looked back. No. Nah. <laughs> it was like I deposited $50, I lost it. Deposited $50, I lost it. And I probably repeated that like 10 times. Oh, that's actually an yeah. unusual story. Like usually like <laughs> yeah. people just quit after yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. And then like after that, then it's like something caught on. Like, oh, I don't need to play all the hands. Um, and then that's it. Never looked back. Now I'm here. So you were living in Missouri for a while, and then you credit it as the GPI Awards was sort of the impetus to you making the big leap to Las Vegas. What year was that, and what was it that happened? Um, let's see. I was living in Missouri. Um, GPI. My first GPI nomination was 2019. So I came for the awards, lost. Came again in 2020, I believe, right before COVID. It was like the last thing that happened before. Were you nominated for the same category yeah. both times? Yeah. What was that? A uh, best vlogger. Right okay, nice. Yeah, um, now you've had like four nominations in a row, right? Yeah, they've lost all four. 
Okay, so you're like the, the Leonardo. <laughs> Why can't you yeah, win? Yeah. He's the Leonardo DiCaprio yeah, 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 of yeah, yeah. Uh, GPI Pokemon. Awards. <laughs> um, yeah, I've been nominated four years in a row. Well, so. um, but okay, so then COVID happened. Like literally flew here for Vegas for the GPI Awards, flew home, and the world just shut down like the next day. And uh, so I was just sitting in St. Louis, and I was like, you know what? It's just some incidents happened, and I was like, it's just time to get out of the Midwest. And you know, I had friends here. I mean, Nimi was here, you know, Brad's here, you know, I knew kind of the layout of the land outside of the strip. And, um, did you guys become friends through poker vlogging? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The, uh, back in the stones gambling hall days before Mike Postle ruined everything. Mm-hmm. Um, we all met there for the first time, me, Nimi, um, Johnny vibes, Brad Owen, Jeff Boski, we all played in like they had a vloggers game. That oh. place was way ahead of its time as far as like yeah, it sounds welcoming like it. vloggers and bringing us in. But then again, there was only like seven of us total. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, we all met there um, and just kind of formed this like camaraderie in this weird niche mm-hmm. that we were doing. Um, <clears throat> uh, and just kind of stayed in touch. Um, somewhere in there, I met Berkey. Uh, he's always in there somewhere. Yeah. And so like when it was time to like, oh, I should have moved to Vegas. Cause it was me, um, and my daughter and my ex, her, my daughter's mom, um, we had 50, 50 custody. So we had to kind of decide where to move. And it was between Vegas, Scottsdale, Costa Rica, Denver. Like there was like five or six cities, Tampa, Tampa was in there. And what were the criteria that they all had in common? Um, well, Denver got thrown out cause it was cold. Like, we didn't want any cold. Yeah. Like, so uh, Tampa got thrown out. I don't remember why Tampa got thrown out, but I remember Tampa got exited quickly. And it was for a while, it was just between Scottsdale and Vegas. Mm -hmm. And cost of living in Vegas wasn't too dissimilar to cost of living in St. Louis because there's no state tax. Um, And then for me, the other part of the vote was that I knew people here. So Mm -hmm. I could just move into like, a semi-formed community. Um, so I hit up Berkey, said, hey, help me find a place. And he's like, you can stay at the office. And I go, I don't want to stay at your office. Like, I'm a 40-something-year-old man. Like, <laughs> not landing, like landing can stay at the office. I need a home. Um, and so then he hooked me up with um, another one of his mods named Lily, and she found me a place here in that was it. She found Done you more deal. than a place, didn't oh, she? She, she? She found, she found, she found you a place, place in her heart. <laughs> <laughs> that was that, that. was years. Well, a year later, but yes. Tell yeah, us yeah, about yeah. that love story. Oh, yeah. The yeah, we're outing love you. Story. We're, um, adding, we're making you an official poker couple. So, uh, talk to Berkey. Berkey introduced me, kind of, sorta, to Lily. Lily's mom has a condo in Summerlin uh, that she kind of rents out. So I rented that condo. And so the first person I met when I drove in to Vegas from St. Louis was Lily because she had to give me the keys to the condo. And we just hit it off, hit it off from there. And just like we were, you know, just friends for a while. And then that progressed into, you know, kind of friends with benefits for a while. And then that progressed to like boyfriend, girlfriend. And then that progressed into, you know. Buying a million dollar house. <laughs> so, and that's where we're Next right natural now. step. Yeah, yeah, and that's, and that's where we're at right now, moving. Aww. So, good times. Do you see uh, any um, other things happening in your future? Um, Pertaining to maybe rings? I don't know. I'm <laughs> sure there will be other things happening in my future. There will be no more children because I'm... Oh. 
we got that done. Snippity snips. Yeah. But rings could rings could happen. Yeah. yeah All right. Not not out of the picture. Not out of the picture. Okay. So uh, with your vlogs, one thing I love the most about them is the animation. How did you like decide to start doing incorporating that? It's that's it's one okay. of the most unique parts. So I've always been a huge, gigantic fan of the micros. Mm -hmm. Back in the pre Black Friday days, um, the micros little poker animated cartoon thing. And I knew I couldn't do something on that level. That requires a whole team of people and real animators. So I played around with different software, even in some of my earlier vlogs. Uh, played around with different animation software. Couldn't get anything that I just like resonated with. And then one day I was watching, um, I don't know, some Solve for Why video. And they had a little animated piece. And so, once again, I leaned on my old friend Berkey and mm -hmm. said, how did you do that? What was that? And he turned me on to a software package and I said, oh, I have to check this out. And then I saw the price of the yearly subscription to the software package and I said, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and then I went um, and played with some other tools. None of it worked. And then I just finally bit the bullet and, and bought the professional software package that like Berkey and Software Y used. And then I just did a head first dive into it like all of its little nooks and crannies and then figured out how to animate things and use its templates and yeah that's where we are now like that's one of the reasons my vlogs take so long like people are like why do your vlogs take like why don't you release more and i'm like you don't understand the process like i'm an artist yeah <laughs> kind of okay. like stop there's, rushing there's a art. process like if i were to sit down and i could just like adderall my way through a vlog right i could probably finish it in two days but it wouldn't be creative it would be so yeah. cookie cutter and whatever but what I do is I get the footage and then I come up with an idea that I have zero clue how to do like I literally have no clue how to do <laughs> and then I have to spend time figuring out how to do that shit yeah and then like do it for the vlog like yeah Jamin likes the past the path of most resistance a hundred percent the way we 100%. go hundred percent like people kn that know me know that I love the vlog the whole vlog's fear and I'll support all the vloggers and everything but I just I get frustrated with the lack of creativity in a lot of the vlogs. Like 98% of them are just the exact same. Yeah, yeah, I could I could understand that. Yeah. It's funny because like as a viewer, I do like sometimes I just want to watch some hand histories right before I go to a session. But as a creative, yeah. I'm like, I wouldn't necessarily love making that kind of content. Yeah. Like I would want there to be more. It's very tedious. Yeah. And you can, I mean... If I had to just sit and say, oh, this is, I have ace king suited in the cutoff and I raised and he did this. And then the next hand, I have nine five off suit. I'm going to fold. Like just <laughs> over and over and over. Like I would blow my brains out. Uh -huh. Like I, I just, I just couldn't do it. And, you know, thank God there are people that can, but like I'm just, I need more. Yeah. Have you always been more of a creative person? 100%. Yeah. 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 Like I was, I drew when I was younger i've always journaled i've always you know like i played instruments like i've always been a something were you a always weirdo. a comic book nerd because it is like yes. a huge motif throughout yeah. your stuff that yeah it's like, that's like superhero themes super, and graphics i've always just been a nerd in general like <laughs> i mean i started programming computers when i was eight years old and so we're talking 1980 nerd. like there weren't com wow. computers weren't a thing yeah um so yeah i've always i've always been just like the athlete nerd guy no. Yeah, yeah, bowling. As like one of your <laughs> I'm so done with you. 
That's I'm his favorite. <laughs> no, um, befriending you in the last year, I'm like always impressed by like how much you always have going on. You're a father. You have a job outside of poker that is yeah. full time. You have a weekly vlog that you stay on top of. You have poker training and playing online. And so and you have working out. You also yeah, work, work out. out pretty and I still got to play live. Rucking. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. How do you, but like a lot of people have this going on, but like you can tell they have a lot going on. Yeah. They're always like really stressed or yeah. anxious. You seem to be like a very even keel. Like I never see you get too mad or too sad. Like right. you always seem pretty bad. Like what is the like, how do you hide it? Balance? How do you, yeah, like what are you hiding? <laughs> what am I hiding? Yeah. How do you hide that? Yeah. Can we like poke him enough to that's get him a, to cry? That's another really good question. I think, um, I am disciplined. I think sometimes to a fault, right? Mm-hmm. So. It was weird. I just posted. I never used threads. What? First of all, what happened to threads? Wasn't that supposed I, to like take oh, over everything? Don't ask like, me. I'm too old. But anyway, like Thanks, so Doja. I saw something on threads the other day and I reposted it because <coughs> it kind of reminded me of me that when I wake up every morning, I kind of have a plan for what I'm going to do that day. Mm-hmm. And I think most people don't. They just wake up and they just go with however they're feeling like, oh, I'm feeling like doing this. And that doesn't work for me. So when I have a plan, like, all right, I'm going to edit for a while, then I'm going to play live, then I need to get 30 minutes of some sort of movement, 30 minutes of an hour in, then I know I need to go to the store because I have to cook dinner for the next two days, and then I'm going to have Jada. Like, so, like, I know these things so then I can budget my time around them. Do so, you plan them the night before, or do you wake up that morning and do it? Normally, it's at least the night before, okay. if not two nights yeah. before. But the thing that I've always struggled with is sleep. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't sleep nearly enough for like a healthy adult. Mm-hmm. Like, how, um, how much do you sleep? I trained myself <laughs> when I started, when I was 13, right? Uh, this is a true story. I trained myself to get at, I don't know, four or five hours of sleep a night, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. But I remember, um, <laughs> why, being, why? I don't know. Cause I thought it was cool to not sleep. <laughs> This is the true tired? story. Like, do you get fatigued? Like, Sometimes I'm tired now, but I've been up since like six. Well, months also morning. you're dealing with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but exhausting. no, true story. When I was the summer between sixth and seventh grade, so I don't know, twelve, thirteen, somewhere in there. Like back in the nineteen oh eight, nineteen twelve. I love you. <laughs> back when they had TV Guide. Okay. Yeah. All right. So TV Guide was an actual like book, right? Yep. I would. <laughs> I would literally highlight the TV guide to the shows that I was going to watch between the time my mom went to sleep and the time that she woke up in the morning for, Aww, for work. I would go in the kitchen. Yeah. I would get her big pot that she made like pasta and spaghetti and stuff like that. I would fill it with water. I would put it next to the TV and I would sit there and watch TV and try to stay up all night. And if I felt myself falling asleep, I would dunk my head. <gasps> In boiling water? <laughs> it wasn't boiling. It was just a pot of like oh. cold or at that point. Okay, yeah, a pot water. of water. And I dunked my head in the water so that I didn't fall asleep. And then when I got to college, it was like, you know, at one point I was a double major and, you know, I was, you know, good with the ladies. Mm. <laughs> so my time was limited. A lot more to balance. I had to stay awake. So it was like, I did it then too. Like I would just, I just never slept. Was it a little bit of a FOMO aspect where you felt if you slept, you would miss out on some of these things? Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd miss out. I felt like if I slept, I wouldn't be like getting as much done as 
I could okay. if I stayed awake. And then for a while, I switched to like, all right, I'll sleep earlier so I get more sleep and then I'll wake up at four in the morning because that's honestly such a bo- like if you can wake yourself up at four in the morning and get to work it's so much better really i've heard that because there's no distractions there's nothing else going on like you can't be distracted by twitter or instagram like nobody's on it yeah like, nobody's posting new stories <laughs> <laughs> so like you have like those four or five hours before the world wakes up and then you're all proud of yourself for waking but up but then don't you the get morning. sleepy at like 7 p.m uh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Are you one of those people, because my husband's like this where he only sleeps four or five hours and mm-hmm. I don't know how he does it, but then I do know how he does it because he ends up sleeping like 12 hours one day. Uh, yeah, that? I'll have like a day a month where I just like yeah. crash. Yeah, okay. Yeah, where I just like crash. Damn. Or like there'll be times where I'll just like take a nap for like 30 minutes or something. Like, But yeah, there's definitely a day a month where I'm just out of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> where I'm like so shocked. I'm like, yeah. he's still sleeping. Yeah. It's like 2 p.m. But yeah, I, one of my goals this year was to sleep more. And I think I've accomplished it. I think I'm averaging like five, five and a half hours. Well, I'm glad you made it year. into a goal because that's yeah. the only way it seems <laughs> yeah. to get yeah, done. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So like I've had to cut things out and cut people off. And like I, I got So when people bed. ask you if you're like a morning person or a night owl, you're like both. Both. Yeah. <laughs> both for sure. Don't want to miss yeah. out on any of it. Yeah, and I told Lily to expect this. Like, well, I wake up in the morning singing. Like, I'm oh ready to gosh. go. Like, I just, I just get, like, she gets up and she just sits at the bed and just, like, stares. And I wake up and I'm, like, singing songs from Hamilton. Yeah, you're not invited and, like, to my house in the morning. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm ready to go. <laughs> so, Lily, your girlfriend that we keep referencing, is actually, she's got her own channel. She streams some online tournaments she sometimes. She's a mindset poker coach. Lily Newhouse. Check out her channel. She's very cool. We'll put the links in the descriptions below next to Jane and stuff as well. Yes. But how do you think it has helped or hurt you uh, forming this close bond with a poker mindset coach? Oh, it's definitely helped. Mm-hmm. Um I hate to say that, oh, I'm one of these people that don't need mindset. Like, um, but I can honestly say that I didn't realize that I did until I met her. Mm-hmm. So there are times where um, I recognize that my mindset isn't where it's supposed to be, or like maybe I'm a little too tired, or maybe I haven't gotten over the accumulated tilt from like the last session and I just need to take a break. Like she's really good with helping with um, helping with all of that, a hundred percent. Whereas previously, I probably would have just tried to power through it and just like you know went on like down swings for infinite. <laughs> infinite. <laughs> yeah. But she helps interrupt the flow and she helps help interrupt, you reset yeah, for sure. What for is sure. maybe one like just a teaser technique? Like what's like your favorite technique to use to get into the right mindset before Porn. a session? Hmm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let Caitlin direct her in the what rest of What type of porn do you want to elaborate? No. I like the stuck stuff. Have you seen this? Oh, what? Oh, it's the best. It's the Caitlin, best. People I'm get scared. stuck in, like, objects. Like, like maybe the wife. Like, gets, their head in the stair yeah, banisters. Yeah, yeah like, the wife like, gets stuck in, like, the, that's like the dryer. <laughs> How do you get stuck in a dryer? It's such a large exactly. hole. She reaches in the dryer to get the socks, and, oh, she's stuck. You know, and then, like, a young strapping lad has to come help her. Do you keep like shoving Lily into holes and different things? And you're like, oh no, you're stuck. And she's like, I can get out just fine, Jane. And you're like, no, you can't. Get back in there. So you like the helpless porn. Uh, no, I uh, I just take breaks. Like I have, I have like natural breaks built mm. into my life, right? So like I can't go play live when I have Jada because she's 13. 
you know, like I can't go play live during the day because I still work, a, you know, a classic nine to five. So like mm -hmm. I have natural breaks that um, a normal full time poker pro doesn't have yeah. like. And that helps a That's lot. Good. Yeah. Do you do you find that? Do you ever think that you could make poker full time or do you like that there's like a balance there where, hey, I get to turn my poker brain off to go work my nine to five. I turn that brain off to do my creativity. I like um, that's a really good question. That's one I'm kind of struggling with right now. I don't think I could ever be a full time poker pro if my only job was being a full time poker pro. Mm. Like um, I remember telling this to Johnny Vibes, but I could be a full time poker pro with a blog right you know what i mean yeah. like i'd have to have some other outlet that wasn't just staring at some some mook across the table like <laughs> hoping he pays my rent like no like i need some other outlet having um my job in computer science is a great boom besides the paycheck and the healthcare and the 401k and all those things um is that i still like programming computers like i still like programming computers i still like writing code the exact same amount as I like poker. So mm. people sometimes say, oh, why don't you give up your job? And I'm like, but I like my job. <laughs> yeah. Know, like, it's not like I don't, I've never had a job that I didn't that like. That you didn't like. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. What, so, what yeah. are the that. parallels? What are the skills that you had to acquire for computer science that have translated easily into your poker game? Uh, the number one is probably understanding um, probabilities, mm. math, logical thinking, um, but the drawback is I really had to work on psychology, emotions, like stuff like the, stuff like that, like computer science. You don't need that for computer science. You don't need to understand the psychology of the guy sitting across, you know, the, in the, the cubicle. Like, uh, so also um, discipline and just being able to sit someplace for hours. Yeah. Sit someplace for hours and hours and hours. And, and so, still enjoy it. And still enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I think a lot of people sit for hours at their nine to five, but they're, they don't enjoy it. That's why they're like, why don't you quit? Yeah. <laughs> but you've always found a way to kind of like make pa your passions work for you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I Before uh, computer science, like me and my buddy in, in high school got into like freestyle biking. In some kind of way, I've always managed to find a way to meet and like become friends with like the best people in every discipline. Yeah. And it's like, it's very strange, like that I've just been able, well, maybe it's really lucky or maybe I'm just a good guy or, or who knows, but it's like, I'm playing one, two in St. Louis or two, five in St. Louis. Before the vlog, like there's really no way to go from that to, oh, I'm hanging out at Dan Grano's house. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I did it in mm -hmm. some sort of way just like when i was freestyle biking there was no way that i was like all right we're biking and we're having fun and then the next thing you know i'm at a party with like tony hawk and like matt hoffman yeah. and like how does this happen like so i don't know there's just a, a luck factor in my life that has played a major role in me being in the right place at the right time do you believe in any spiritual paths like that where you're kind of like mm. the path of least resistance where you uh attract like subconsciously like like attracts like so i do think like attracts like. yeah i do know that 
my path is typically the path of most resistance. Like, <laughs> so, so you try to make it hard for yourself. Yes, but the 100%. universe is like, hey, let's make it easy. Why don't you just run into these people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes that part easy. But yeah. it, like I always like if there's two paths through the woods, like one is clear and there's a trail and there's water stations. You're like boring. I'm, like, nah, I'm going through the trees and the branches. The alligators, and, I'm going that way. Yeah. I yeah. think I see poison ivy. Yeah. Yeah. And I've done that in every every facet of life. Every yeah. every point. I could see, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Um, it sounds like, cause I feel like I've done a sim, I do similar yeah. things where I just like happen to fall into the yeah. this random thing that happens to be the best but, of the best right. or whatever. My my husband calls it Mr. Magooing. You Mr. <laughs> Magoo your way yeah. <laughs> to a lot of kind, things where you're kinda. just like, oh, I mean, I even, got with, here. even with the vlogging thing, like I started vlogging completely. I just happened, just happened to be in the room where this guy named Trooper came in. I didn't know who this guy was. And somebody knew him, said look up on YouTube, and I was just like, oh, yeah, let me try that. Let me just take a camera into a casino, <laughs> which is strictly forbidden, and Yo, just re record this, some things. Is that exactly how your first time went? Like, how, describe that. Exa that's exa that's exa exactly. I was it? playing 1-2 in St. Louis. And you just thought, I've seen some other guy do it. Yeah, and s this guy just comes in, and uh, a dealer friend of mine was like, oh, that's the trooper. And I was like, the hell is a trooper? Like, what are you talking about? And she goes, look him up on YouTube. And then I did. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. And so I went home, I got a camera, and I just started trying to vlog things. And you have to remember, this is like 2017, 2018. So like there was no vlogging boom. So it wasn't like I was doing it for clout or doing it to yeah, you know, it get on live thing. at the bike or anything. Like it was just like, oh, I'm just going to do this and I'm just going to kind of journal my life and show my daughter and blah, 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 blah. And I just happened to be, you know, get first mover's advantage when the poker vlogging boom took yeah. off. Like I just happened to be like, oh shit, shit like I'm already, already like this. 60 <laughs> vlogs in, you know? Like, yeah. So, and the same thing happened with biking and the same thing happened. Like, it's just, I don't know. It's just, my life is just weird. Yeah, I yeah. love it. Yeah. You wouldn't pick it any other way though. Uh, the only thing I would change is maybe when I moved to Vegas, not buying my house at peak. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> that kind of stuff. Hindsight's 2020 yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I bought my house exactly at peak and like, I bought it, closed, and then, like, all the prices started coming. <laughs> yeah. Love to yeah. see it. Yeah. But so, otherwise. You mentioned just now uh, that, like, a huge impetus or motivator behind your vlog is you want to be able to show your daughter, like, yes. all these years that you've played poker. She's 13 now, yeah. old enough to understand and enjoy the vlog. How's she been responding to them? Does she, she want to watch them? She does not care <laughs> one bit. Not at all. You made it so like, uncool for her to get into she poker. Does not care. I had her in the vlog. Like I needed her voice for like some animation I was working uh -huh. on. Oh my god! I had to like bargain with her and barter. And no, Jada, I just need you to say the sentence. No, that's cringe. No, like <laughs> she, she, does, she does not want. In fact, if you ask her who her favorite poker vlogger is, she'll say the trooper. She'll say the trooper. She's actually she's actually watched his vlogs like in the beginning when I first started because I would watch his vlogs and she would watch them. And she, her first time to Vegas, I called him the trooper uh, and said, "Hey, where are you? I want my daughter to meet you." Right? He was at the Westgate. We drove over to the Westgate and she met him and was so starstruck, Aww. like. She was like shaking and nervous. And it was like the cutest thing I've ever seen. She was so starstruck. Like she, like, I mean, it was like, if she, like she met Beyonce. 
That was oh. like her Beyonce. Like it was the cutest. That's but so but sweet. my vlog, she could care less. She didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, your dad. Yeah, yeah that's it's, not it's, cool. It's not, no, it's not cool at all. No. Like she'll hear me downstairs doing voiceovers, and I'll hear her upstairs like laughing and blah 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 blah. Speaking I, of fangirling over people. I hear that you are a big fangirl of Justin Bieber. I don't know if it's a fangirl. He's Justin, a fan man. Justin, <laughs> Justin fan Bieber. Man. Yeah, Justin Bieber's just kind of the nuts. Like, I mean, but it's it's my Justin Bieber fascination, and I'm going to clear this He's up. He's wearing a Justin Bieber shirt right I now am. for those yeah, of you listening on it? audio. The music, his good Justin looks. Justin Bieber shirt. I got Justin Bieber license plates. I don't even know if you've seen my license plates. I've heard. Yeah. yeah. I've heard about it. Um, it is his work ethic. And it's all about his work. It's not about his music. It's not about his fashion sense. It's not about his wife. It's not about, it's all that this kid from nowhere, uh, Canada, took it upon himself to like learn music, play on the streets, you know, and even when he was approached and discovered on YouTube and was approached by Disney to come be a part of the Disney machine along with, you know, Aguilera and Timberlake and go through that path, he's like, nah, I'm gonna do it my way. And I've always just had such respect for that, for that, for that pull yourself up by your own bootstraps mentality. So how does the fandom take shape? Like, do you just follow the music or like, are you on top of like all the celebrity goss and no. the drama between Selena and Haley Bieber? And like, <laughs> no. You're like, uh, no. I'll, Haley I'll, getting too big for a britches. Are you Haley or are you Gomez? Yeah, come on. Uh, I'm probably Gomez. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, but no, like I'll wear his, you That's know, I'll, I'll rock his clothes, both this and the Drew House stuff. And his last CD is CD. His last album, <laughs> his last Spotify drop yeah. was like, it was legit fire. Like, I'll give you that. But like, yeah, I don't follow him on a daily. Just a fan. Just a fan. Of work ethic. Yeah. Just yeah. A, work ethic. Did you watch that documentary and that's what, well, uh, never, what is it called? Never, never Stop? Never Say Never. Never Say Never. Yeah, Never Say Never. I just think of the Never Stop Stopping yeah. the parody that they did. <laughs> never Say Never. In fact, uh, back when that came out, I mess made my best friend, uh, who I call Rain Delay, um, watch it as well. I said, you're watching this. Yeah. Like, like, and I set him down in my basement. Like I had a bootlegged copy of it. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> you're like I had to commit two felonies yeah, to get yeah, this. You are copy of it. it. And I was like, we're watching this again. You're watching it for the first time. That's funny. I yeah. actually saw it in the theater. Yeah. My husband and I saw it together when we were in separate relationships at the time. And we, that was like one of the first movies we saw yeah. together. Good movie, right? It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. I was actually impressed. Cause like, we went into like, Kind of as like a like a troll like like yeah. we're gonna go see it like facetiously like yeah. not like for reals and then we actually really yeah. liked it yeah I didn't know anything really about him before that yeah and I walked out thinking wow this kid is like impressive mm -hmm. this is an impressive young little lad it's a good piece of PR <laughs> yeah is there anything you're promoting or you would like to hawk shill I'm promoting me all right That's the drawing it. dead vlog right. That's right me just me. Me. Jamin Burton of the Drawing Dead Vlog. You can catch all of his socials and the links to his channel in the description below. If you'd like to hire him for a meetup game for your club or whatever, reach out to his representation at Above the, the Felt. Zaddy Todd, a.k.a. Tom Wheaton. <laughs> is that what you call him? We call him Zaddy Todd, even though his name is Tom. And maybe that's why he won't return my calls, that's but funny. we'll figure it out. That's funny. We got a lot of people to call him that now. <laughs> If you're listening on audio, we have a special game that we played with Jabin, and you can watch that on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at aceholespod. But if you don't go over there, then, well, we have to say goodbye right now. So thank you so much for being on the show, Jamin. We enjoyed having you here. A link's in the description for everybody. Is there anything you want to say to the people? Um, 
No. No, fuck really like the people. people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Get the hell out. Hey, goes with the